All right, welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brother Sportscast. Real talk, real fans, we bring you Michigan football each and every week. I am Caleb, and with me is Craig. Well, on good side of news for football, for probably nobody who cares except for me, I can say that I have broken to an even 500 in fantasy, Craig. Does that shock you? <laughs> it does. It does kind of shock me, man. So, you know, I just won tonight, so I'm pretty happy because I have Minnesota's defense, and they're like one of the best in the country. So thank, thanks, Minnesota Vikings, for bailing me out for a win so i'm now two wins in a row so i'm doing well yeah, yeah i actually uh knew sunday night that i had won because none of neither of us had monday night players and so my my second best player on my team this is this is how sad my team is was my kicker <laughs> New, <laughs> nugent, nugent got me 19 points oh wow Jeez. yeah but there's a little bit more hope, a little bit more breath than uh, my team. It's not, it's not dead. I guess there's still somewhat hopes for playoffs, but can't say that much about the Lions. But right, right, exactly. So don't really need to get into that. So <clears throat> yeah, my team's doing pretty well. I mean, I'm pretty happy. I had, I played uh, Ben Roethlisberger, and he just threw the heck out of a ball. So I got a ton of points with him. So I'm pretty happy with that. So. Nice. Yeah, I um I feel kind of all over the place, and I just had a busy weekend uh, when actually the with the game, and I felt like I wasn't really keeping up with fantasy, so I, I thought I was going to lose because I wasn't paying close enough attention. But we finally finished putting in. We had our furnace taken out for a few weeks because we were getting a new one in, and thankfully my father-in-law is a handyman. He's a union pipe fitter uh plumbing and things like that and so he's a handyman and he works on houses all the time and everything and so he helped me with that which saved a ton of money but for several weeks we didn't have a furnace in so the big project of the weekend since it's gonna be getting colder was to get that done and i felt like it was all over the place i wasn't even paying attention to what was happening outside of michigan football so anything else happening inside uh the world of football pro or college i kind of had to just catch up with after the fact yeah i mean that's it's always good to have somebody in family that knows how to do. It's very domesticated, so. Yeah, that's. <laughs> that's I'm, not, I'm not very domesticated at all, dude. Seriously, I'm not. I'm just like, geez. Yeah. Know, I have to watch. I have to go on YouTube just, to, you know, do small things. So. Yeah, I'm. I'm the same way. I don't feel like I know a lot. I mean, people will tell me sometimes that they think I know more than I say I do. Maybe that's true, but just like electrical gas, oh my! Just don't, don't let me. Right. Not, not by my. Not by myself. That's just. <laughs> that just sounds so bad. I can. I can fix some things. I mean, if a little problem comes up, but if you're talking about installing something new or completely replacing something, right? No. 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 Yeah, I'm not good at that stuff. No. Wish I was, man. I don't know. I'm getting better with electronics and with podcast equipment, I guess. Yeah, you're pretty good with that. I'm good with electronics, so and that's about it too. So I'm not good at anything else. I, you know, try to look it up on YouTube, and you know, I always kind of go, what, "What was I doing without YouTube?" Oh yeah, I'm going seriously. I'm going. This is weird. I'm going. I don't know what I would do. I would actually what go ask the neighbor. You go down. <laughs> you, you almost were forced to. 
get to know your neighbor. <laughs> Which it might be a good thing. I don't know, but you're like you're forced to meet them. So <laughs> yeah, that is kind of interesting to say because I don't really know a lot of people in my neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that's what technology has done to us. But yeah. uh, here we are using technology to bring you our preview episode for the game that Michigan will be playing this weekend against the Rockets. 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 So we will uh, go ahead and transition here into uh, the information that we have to bring to you about the preview of the game. So don't go anywhere. Okay, well, it is back to previewing the game for Saturday, and this week will probably be quite a bit different than last week, uh, considering that was a top 10 matchup. But speaking of top 10, I'm actually going to kind of throw a little, uh, I don't know if I would say prop to Rutgers, but uh, a little something to realize, especially after the polls and games got done with this weekend actually let me see if i can pull up so that i get the accurate um standings and everything but Rutgers may have had up to this weekend and including this weekend have had the toughest schedule in all of college football because they've played they just got done playing ohio last week yeah michigan uh we're going to uh Rutgers for this they game play washington Yes, they played Washington. And they're ranked five. Which is ranked five. So they have played five, two, and they are now playing the number four team in college football. Ouch. And that is the first six games. Yeah. So that is, uh, I mean, not saying that their record is necessarily very good with that, but that is... Uh, just kind of putting some things into perspective there for you because that is quite the uh, gauntlet of games to have to go through. So, Yeah, it's been really been one of their things that's been uh, tough on them is uh, going through these gauntlets of uh, top teams and trying to get in win and try to resemblance of a kind of a football team that can get any offense going and, and defense, so they're struggling, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, with that being said, we'll kind of get into here, start talking stats and some different things to kind of catch you up on them and where Michigan is now right now. Rutgers is coming in with a 2 and 3 record. Uh they are winless in the Big 10. They started uh, against Washington. They lost 48 to 13. Again, we're talking about that's now ranked the 5th team in the AP poll they played Howard and won 52 to 14 they won against New Mexico uh 37 to 28 but then their two Big Ten games were against Iowa and Ohio they actually had a close contest against Iowa which looked kind of impressive for a moment because it was 14 to 7 uh, right. game for them but then you also have to realize then the week before Iowa had lost to North Dakota and then the week after Rutgers they lost to Northwestern so right. Iowa not as credible of an opponent as we once thought yeah it's um, you know to play them is it's this game 
even though people are kind of like saying, hey, it's a walkthrough, yeah, maybe, but the very fact is this game kind of means something to uh, Michigan in kind of a personal way, doesn't it, Caleb? Oh, yeah. It's it's had uh, <laughs> It had a lot of hype around it during the offseason oh, wow. after yeah. Chris Ash got hired by Rutgers. Where do we start with this, man? Jeez. I, I don't know. A long time ago, <laughs> my grandfather used to tell me stories <laughs> around the fire. Like, we have a whole hour maybe to talk about this, but... <laughs> Ru- the Rutgers are just mad at everybody because they had to walk uphill both ways in snow to school every yeah. day. <laughs> well, let me try to do my best to break down why this game is means something to Michigan if I could in a small segment but uh, very fact is Chris Ash is now the coach he used to be what the defensive coordinator at Ohio State and uh, he's now the coach there and he doesn't like Michigan very much and Michigan invited Chris Ash and the Rutgers team to do satellite camps with him and he said no no way I'm not doing it we're bowing out of that we're going to do with Ohio State just so he'd smear Michigan because he hates him that much. So kind of a nice little stab at us. And then the very fact is we got, uh, we pretty much went through New Jersey and stole a lot of their players. <laughs> so. Yeah. And, and they're convinced now that they have Ash that it's going to be completely different, that they're going to be dominating in the Big Ten and a lot of things are changing. It's it's your first year just wait see how things pan out you're already two and three so i and and you're right you can never overlook any games and so yes some people are thinking that this is going to be a cakewalk there are some people who are really concerned with it i'm maybe a little bit more in the middle of the road i guess i mean i i'm not i'm not overlooking this no because um you know i mean there is a perfectly good chance that they have kept things in their playbook for this game trying to lay everything out on the line to take down Michigan. So it's tough to say, though, because there are just so many good things that you can say with the Michigan team just comparing numbers and and all that, and I'll go through some of that right now. Rutgers is only scoring just over 21 points per game. Michigan is scoring over 44 points a game. So there's a substantial difference there. Rutgers is allowing 32 points a game. So, I mean, obviously that speaks to their record because they're allowing more points right. than they're scoring. Michigan is only allowing 12 points a game. Yeah. Drastic difference. So, I mean, you're, you're seeing the, these differences already. But then uh, pa- uh, comparing their passing to the rushing, Rutgers has rushed about 250 more yards than uh, passing. They've rushed 955 yards, and they passed for 701. Uh, Michigan is a little bit more uh, balanced. I mean, I know 250 yards after five games isn't that drastic, but their difference is only about 100 yards. I think it's uh, 1,171, I think. I'm missing a digit there. Uh, Passing yards to 1,049 rushing yards. Right. Mm -hmm. So there again, you're seeing another huge difference in numbers just because both passing and rushing for us have broken a thousand and Rutgers hasn't crossed that threshold for either of those categories. Uh, but then also the the thing that we probably spoken to week in and week out third down conversions, which is a big part of the game. Rutgers allows more 
third down conversions to be completed by their opponents than they complete themselves. They've been allowing 36.1%. They only complete 34.9%. Wow, that's big. Yeah. yeah. So that that is definitely something you never want to see, and that can speak volumes to the productivity of your team. Michigan is still holding solid at converting 47.2% of third downs, which is pretty good. I think it was better before uh, the Wisconsin game, but they are only allowing 15.3% completion. Yeah, yeah. They're Well, basically, the only thing that kind of gives me a little bit of concern is the very fact is, my gosh, I just... <laughs> Michigan has played a lot of spread offenses and get another one going here. So they, you know, Rutgers runs a spread, and like I said, you know, I think we're doing a great job with that. But um, um, you know, I always, I, I just, I hate spread offenses, probably because they've given Michigan trouble in the past, and and maybe I still have that. But <clears throat> I think this um, coaching and Don Brown has just done a phenomenal job in not letting spreads. He's done an incredible job doing that um what is it uh what's his name uh chris Liviano is the yeah. quarterback and you know he he obviously he only had 33 passing yards against ohio state so that was just pretty much dreadful but you know he had 19 yards rushing so that means obviously he's either doing read options or just optioning out to where he can run and just handing it off to robert martin robert martin's actually a pretty good dang good uh running back um, he uh, he did pretty well against um, Ohio. He had 40 yards, but um, right now Rutgers has um, is depending upon the running game at this moment, and um, we are really good at stopping the run. So that's another hit. Um, one of the other big hits that they have is the reason why is that they're missing Janorian Grant. Janorian Grant's actually really pretty good uh receiver that's one of their best receivers on the team and he's out for the season so um it's just uh it's pretty gonna be really tough for them to win this game so yeah they already went into Ohio pretty banged up and they're still pretty banged up coming into this game against Michigan and you mentioning that about uh Grant is uh very key because if he wasn't injured he would have been the highlight player that I would have had to mention that you would want to know about because you'd be hearing his name a lot um like you were saying he's a wide receiver but he also does returns yeah and he has a punt return and i believe he has a kickoff return for a touchdown right um so he was an explosive player for their team so this is just another thing to add on things not going well for Rutgers entering this game so uh, if they had no injuries and everything like that, would it change the outcome of the game? Yes, probably somewhat. Am I saying that it's going to – that would have been the difference between saying that they would win or not win? No, I'm not going that far. But it's just they've had some devastating blows. And so I just – I mean, any team when you're talking about uh, – they're lim- more limited on the access of great players that they have. Uh, I mean, we've right. talked about the players yeah. that Michigan has lost at different times during the season, especially uh, the big hit with Newsom and everything, and they've already talked about how they can kind of fill in the hole there. And you're not going to have the same productivity, but we have capable players. With Rutgers, they don't have that luxury. 
So right. this this is making a big impact on them. Yeah, I mean, they're basically Michigan. What they're going to do is just just going to focus on Robert Martin's and containing him, and they're just going to say, "Hey, look, you know what? We're just going to stop the run." And Michigan's really good at that, and we'll see how that goes. This is actually a good game to show what Wilton's bait can do. I think this is a game where I know, obviously I think we can run really well against this defense. I don't, I think their defense struggles quite a bit. And obviously with the Ohio state, um, but um, this is a game where Barrett threw uh, four touchdowns against them. So I would like to see, this is kind of interesting. I almost want to see Spate win this game through the air. And I don't want to see it one running the ball. I know it sounds a little strange, but, you know, obviously I think we can run on him easily and we'll probably win it that way. But I want to see him throw like he did with the beginning against Hawaii. I want to see clean, crisp, really good throws. I want to see him win it, at least against this team on the road, uh, and get that under his belt, get some that that throwing experience, getting that time passes down with Darbo and Chesson and his other receivers. So. Yeah, yeah, that would be great to see. I don't think it's really necessarily going to come to winning the game through pa- passing. I, I still feel like you see where, and uh, I guess you really kind of haven't seen us since the Hawaii game because right. uh, UCF caused problems for us, and then we ha- definitely had the struggle against um, Colorado. Well, I guess you did see in the Penn State game, though, where it's just like if running the ball works, right. let's use it. And uh, so I anticipate that we're going to see that uh, from Michigan. I feel that Rutgers is probably going to go to a lot of the option plays, try to keep the ball on the ground more, uh, see if they can get some success through there. But, uh, I mean, again, we're talking about the Michigan defense, so I don't know how far that's going to go. But, it, yes, this I agree with you that this is a game where Spate can – show improvement and possibly get some really good uh numbers up on the board statistically yeah yeah exactly and i i expect this game to show um it, it showcase jabril peppers because if you got a quarterback that's uh rolling out in a spread and you got you know robert martin as a running back that he can dish to him or run it himself you're gonna see jabril move up and blitz and tackle and hit some guys pretty hard. And I think he's going to have a good game. <clears throat> Another player I think is going to have a great game is the fact is um, <laughs> it makes me laugh because we have Rashawn Gary there and you know how he feels about Rutgers. So being on our show, <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I'm hoping Harbaugh gets him in that game because you know darn well Gary's biting at the <laughs> biting to get in there, man. He really is. <laughs> Yeah, well, definitely for sure. I I was going to mention that too, and I I already tweeted something out about it. And I would love to see the coaches put Gary if if it's short and goal or something, put Gary in as a fullback and just let that. him plow awesome. it. I, I think that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be really really funny, man. That would be great. So. I, I would not be surprised and totally agreeing with you on, on both players. If you see a lot of Gary and if you see a lot of Jabril, I would not be surprised if you see Jabril Peppers go to throw a touchdown pass. It is going to, I anticipate that it's going to be a highlight of 
the New Jersey players because this has been a personal beef just because of what Rutgers has kind of turned it into and then Partridge with his uh, personal ties to the state and his recruiting and everything like that. They're going to look to make both teams are looking to make a statement with this. Rutgers is really wishing and hoping that they're able to come out and to put up a fight. They would love to win, but put up a fight and try to take it to Michigan. But Michigan would love to make a statement um, and just showcase the defense, showcase their uh, jersey players probably, and show off to some of the in-state recruits and everything and just plain make a statement. And so I I think that they, you might just see kind of some interesting stuff, uh, mainly with Jabril because he'll he's already been used all over the place. But who knows with Gary? We'll we'll have yeah. to see. Well, and the funny thing is, is Jabril from New Jersey is from Jersey too. So same you know, same area as Gary. So and Peppers and Gary and we took snatched them from Rutgers area and. New Jersey was a hotbed for players right in that year, and we took them and we were were reaping the benefit of having them on our team. And you know what? And it would be interesting to see where this game goes because I think for some of those players like them, it's going to be a little bit personal. So, And we'll see what they do in this game and see if Harbaugh gets a lot more playing time. Yeah, for sure. So I – just some things to kind of go off with uh, some of the numbers for Michigan defensively. I, I looked up some things, and it's just like we've been mentioning the defense week in and week out. We talked about them last week on how well that they did against Wisconsin, uh, when they're uh, the toughest opponent that they've faced up until now. But here are just some things to look at. Michigan has not had any shutout games this year, but they have a lot of shutout quarters they shut hawaii down for three quarters they shut out ucf for two they shut out colorado for two they shut out penn state for two and they shut out wisconsin for three quarters right so i mean we have a shut down defense they've been doing a great job this is a great game for them to go in and have some more quarters like that but they definitely have the opportunity to instill their will on the field because one thing that I mentioned time and time again is we have a depth that some, a lot of teams don't have that we're building right now that I think we're going to uh, it's just going to get better as time goes on but we also have conditioning that a lot of teams don't have and I right. think you'll see some of that here in this game So yeah and the very fact is obviously Rutgers against Ohio State um, I, get, I believe a lot of the Rutgers fans, you know, didn't even show up to that game very well. So, because I think they thought it would be a blowout and it being Ohio's too. But uh, the very fact is, this game, I believe they're going to do uh, stripe out, which is uh, going to be really interesting to see. The reason why is because it is Michigan, and I think the hatred because of Ash has for Michigan, I guess. And I think they'll probably have a lot more fans there. Maybe the fans help the team and it'd be that 12th man forum and you never know you know you get a rowdy crowd it always gets them in the game so yeah it's definitely a game i would not be you know take lightly and just every game like coach harbaugh said and i like i love what he said he said championship game 
And the reporter goes, what do you mean champion? He goes, that's what every game we play is a championship game. We play a championship team in Wisconsin. And then he goes, now we got to play a championship game against Rutgers. So, and I love that because it's every game is a championship game. And to keep that mindset always going is what we need as Michigan to win the national championship if we get there. It's every game is a championship game. So, Yeah, play like it's your last game. So, uh, I mean, that uh, I've. I feel like Rutgers might have an opportunity to do some of what Indiana's done, like I said in the last episode, where Indiana's one of those teams where they just lay it all out on the line. It's just like, we'll go for it on fourth and long because it's just like, hey, we're expected to lose this game anyway, so why not? So they, instead of having only three downs to try to get first down, they'll have a lot of instances where they'll go for it on fourth. I could see Rutgers doing some of that as well. But some other numbers to share that I was able to collect for the Michigan defense. Michigan defense is now ranked ninth overall in total yards allowed. Uh, they're ranked ninth in passing. They're ranked fifth in completion percentage for right. the passes that they're allowing. They're ranked 32 in total uh, rushing yards allowed. Uh, so you're still seeing room for improvement there that we've addressed that came over kind of from last year, but we've definitely seen that improve since then. Uh, Michigan is ranked 26th in yards per attempt for rushing. And then Michigan is third, though, overall in sacks. Yep. And uh, as a comp- total team efficiency, offensive, defensively, overall, Michigan is ranked 6th. So, I mean, a lot of good numbers there, a lot of uh, top 10 numbers there. And then, yeah, it seems kind of like the one side of the defense that could be improved more, which we've seen getting better and better. So, I mean, is the uh, rushing aspect of the defense. And I I still, even though those aren't their best numbers, I still think that they're doing a pretty darn good job at it. Yeah, what will be interesting in this game is to see what happens happens to the offensive line with um newsom being out and who goes in there um obviously was it a bush baby going in there at that time i believe I so yeah um obviously he's kind of a new guy at that and he had a couple times where you know one of the wisconsin players blew right past him so and it just showed you the level of he needs to improve and get better and he's a great player he just needs to get practice and get on the field more but um one guy i had somebody mention i don't think it was one person but there's like there's uh wheels turning out there like there's some rumors flying around and i thought this was really interesting they said um that wheatley jr might be the on the offensive line i went wow you know what i never even thought about that because they did have him at the offensive line didn't they during the off season uh, i can't remember that specifically offhand but the, yeah they had experimenting with him on the offensive line. the dude's huge by yeah. the way it makes sense they had him on the offensive line they had him practicing at that line that's why there was so many rumors in the off season saying hey why is wheatley um, doing on the offensive tackle position, why is he there? And the very fact is, you know, and then it kind of just fluttered away, and there was not, no more talk of that. But then I somebody brought that up, and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, that's right, I remember that. He's he's big, he is a tight end, but the very fact he's a great blocker, and that's where I'm wondering if that's might be something that Harbaugh might be thinking about using. So that'll be really interesting to see if 
Wheatley goes in there too. So, yeah, that uh, I did not. I had not heard anything really with that. So that's that's a decent possibility. I mean, Michigan has yep. that, like I said, luxury of having these different players that they can pull from where they need to. Yeah, um, it's certainly somebody that Harbaugh would do. You know that he would. You know he likes to move players around in different positions. So. Oh yeah, well they do anything and everything. They do the train formation. <laughs> How about that thing? Yeah, cow. I went only Harbaugh would come up with that. <laughs> yeah. Very, well, I think it was a uh, was a Jay Harbaugh originally. Yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 So uh, hey, you know. Hats off, man. Yeah, uh, it worked, I believe, because I think they got a first down. So what do you them. think will be, since, you know, we're going against Rutgers, what do you, who do you think now, since we don't know from game to game what, who the running back will be? You know, it's almost like we need to do a a vote or a, a poll or whatever. We need to do our pick on who we think the running back's going to be this coming Saturday. Do you have an opinion on who you think? Or I think it's me, Smith. No, okay. I think he, I think he's going to be kind of like the go-to one most of the time. I mean, like there will be the special instances, but I think okay. with Smith's power, I think that he's going to be the one who winds up kind of getting, if at least the most carries, if not um, maybe the most yards. I mean, there's very good chance. I I think that we're going to have more big runs in this game than we normally have, and so there's a very good chance that maybe someone like. Uh, the fast Evans will get to the edge quite a bit, maybe get some large y- um, yardage that way. But I think Smith will kind of be the one getting the most carries. That's interesting. I don't. I think it'll be Ty Isaac. I really do. I think he's going to ride him again. I'm going to see if uh, this hot hand or whatever he he's we saw at the end of the Wisconsin game kind of goes on to this game, and we'll see how it works, and we'll see if that – uh, Ty Isaac starts getting better and better, which would be pretty interesting. And then that way he would move up in the depth chart as far as being number one. So that kind of uh, running that we saw was really good. So um, I'll I'll kind of vote and I'll say, you know, my thing is I think it'll be Ty Isaac. So you know, it could be wrong, obviously, but, you know, it was good to see him. Okay. Yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, it'll be kind of interesting to see how that progresses. We've done this week in, week out, and so it's, uh, I'll just kind of say, what do you think will be, and maybe you've alluded it, to it a little bit, but what will be Rutgers' strength or go-to effort for this game? Oh, boy. This is going to be, I think, well, I think their strength is going to be the very fact is um, having the running back you know, do that read option and then find yardage that we, you know, maybe the very fact is the Colorado um, did against us, then that might be something to us that we need to look out for. But uh, um, the passing, I'm not worried about. I'm not too worried about this running game at all because we're really stout when it comes to that. Um, as far as their defense, I don't know how good they are on defense. It, it, look, it, <laughs> This is a team that lost to Ohio 58 to nothing, so their defense obviously isn't very good against the pass. But yeah, I mean, well, it, it might. I think our, our their biggest strength is going to be our weakness. I guess you know, if, if Spate, you know, has a, a crummy day or something, and then they intercept the ball and he just has some flutter 
throws and they intercept it. But uh, I don't. I, I, that would be my only things I could say. Yeah, I, it's, and, and I'm not really doing this just to dog on them. But like I said, they are coming into this game banged up. They yeah. they've lost their what I call their star player. So they have. I feel like I've been saying it over and again, over again with this game or this preview is just that they've lost a lot. They don't have a lot, a lot to go off of. Um, it's a rebuilding season for them. I mean, really. Yeah, is. and it's first year under a new yep. coach, and so a lot of things are changing for them. I think that Michigan will cause havoc for them on defense. I think where Michigan can capitalize is – being able to create that cushion for the passing game by having success on the running game. And so then I do think that you're going to see some of those good uh, passing numbers from this game. So right. there, there's a lot of opportunity for Michigan here, man. It's just like, I, I just feel like there's <laughs> a lot of different things that you can kind of touch on just because of the gaps that are left on the side because they have injuries to defense, they have injuries to their offense. So yeah, it's tough to say because you know we're you know team, like you said this team's rebuilding. They're really they have a good running back. I guess you could say the running game might be good, but like I said, our running game, our running defense is really too good to and that'll stop them so you know maybe get a quarterback run for some yardage and that's it but maybe it'll it'd be the 12th man you know maybe they get a lot of fans out there that'll get their team pumped up but as far as that you're right there's really nothing i can see that's really shakes me and go well that might be a concern so yeah i mean i guess a concern for michigan i mean we've said it a little bit but i think that they're going to fill in the gap pretty well is the missing newsome on the offensive line but i think they'll be able to fill that hole relatively well i mean maybe maybe it will cause problems with the running game maybe there won't be as much success uh maybe running specifically on the inside with the blocking maybe we'll have to run uh outside a lot with our running routes but it's not that big of a red flag that i would say that it's going to be the crumbling point or anything like that we would need an utter collapse on all facets of every level of our game to lose this game (laughs) i mean it's i mean we really we would have to turn the ball over just like literally fall apart to lose this game i mean it's just it can happen obviously it has but i'm saying it'd be like the running we can't run we can't throw or spate throws four interceptions he can't do anything you know it's just nothing's going right and i just can't see it because we got too many players like even peppers himself would go forget that give me the ball i'm gonna run it need score it's just yeah. you know yeah i guess something i'll say is maybe our the thing that could hurt us the most is ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Like is, you said, what is their best, you know, best part about Rutgers? And I'm like, it's what we do wrong, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> if I can answer it that way. Yeah. It, and like I said, it'd be different if they didn't have so many injuries and so many things working against them. So, I mean, that's not, that's not me coming in here with a game plan of, Oh, they have nothing working for them. No, it's just like where they are in the season they've had to go through so much they are they're banged up team 
Well, before we get moving on, uh, I do want to mention a couple other numbers I have here. Um, Rutgers has forced five turnovers, but then compared to the five that they've forced, they have created six turnovers. Four of them were fumbles, so something Michigan hasn't seen a lot of is forced fumbles, so maybe we'll see something with that here. Um, But Michigan, uh, for our defense, has forced nine turnovers compared to losing three turnovers, and two of those for us were interceptions. So just some final numbers there that I was going to be sharing. That leads us then into your favorite part, Greg. Yeah. It's that time of the episode where we do lock it or dump it. Dump it. Dump it. So I actually have some kind of interesting ones, a little bit different and everything, so that we don't do the same question all the time. Yeah, of, I, ho- I hope you do. This I think I know where you're going with this. Uh, well, okay. So a, a few more, a few numbers to say here. Wisconsin last week, Michigan held to 159 yards. Ohio State held Rutgers to 116 yards. So this is our first lock or dump it. Rutgers will get more than 150 yards of offense. I dumped that. I will dump that as well, especially with their star receiver out, who was also their returner and, uh, for punts and kickoffs. So we've been talking about Spate recently. We talked about his performance last week. We were saying how this week is an opportunity for him to do something more. He is averaging 63 completion per, for a completion percentage of 63. Okay. Uh, he had Hawaii was over 70%. Uh, another game, I can't remember specifically which one, was 67%. So he he gets some good completions in there. So. Here's our next locker and dump it. Spate will have a higher completion percentage than 65%. I would say lock it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to go with lock it too. I mean, I, I just, I, I almost feel like I should have bumped that number up a little bit more, but I wanted to go above his average. At least, like I said, he's, he's had several games of 63 and he uh, had one that kind of tanked it a little bit there, but uh, so I'll lock that one as well. Going on to the final one, Michigan will get a shutout against Rutgers. Oh, boy. Uh, Will Michigan get a shutout against Rutgers? I will say dump that. Okay. Part of me doesn't want to just because I feel like by doing it, I'm putting odds against us. But I'm kind of leaning towards it, and it's not just because of well, how I was able to do against them. I think it's just you know the the mindset that Michigan can bring into this game. I they're am, they're mad at us. They have twelfth man. They got the stripe out. They got a little bit more thing. But to, they're banged up. Right. Part part of me is doing this to be different too from where you're standing from and everything uh, from your uh, predictions and everything. So I will lock that in. Oh wow! Shut up. I'll go ahead and lock it in where I think this is Michigan's first opportunity to get a shutout. I mean, I, there was definitely a good chance against Hawaii. The opponents after that were more credible. But, yeah, I think with the banged-up Rutgers team, I think uh, this can happen even with it being a road game. So, I mean, hey, Michigan had a road shutout last year. So, Do we have one more? Is that it? That was it. That was all three of the lock it. Can I add one? Uh, no. <laughs> 
We can add. We have to add one more though. Okay. What is it? I'll, I'll and I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it is. See what you say. <laughs> Lock it or dump it. Our kicking will at least hit one field goal. <laughs> I, I was thinking about putting something in there about the kicking. I thought you game. were. I thought you were going down that path, man, because that's one I thought of. I go, I wonder if he's doing one about the kicking game because, gosh darn it, man, they stunk. It was so bad that. <laughs> I, I was going to do, I was looking at doing an over and under, but that doesn't really work for. Um, no. For a lock it or dump it. So you're saying lock it or dump it, our field uh, will get more than one field goal or. Right. Oh man, I will. I'll dump it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I'm dump it just because until I see it. Because <laughs> uh, you know what? You know why I'm gonna say I'm gonna dump it because I actually think that Harbaugh's gonna go for it on fourth down. That's why. Yeah, I think so too. And I, I think, think that, they're gonna even worry about it. I think that they might kick a field goal, but then if they happen to kick two field goals, I bet we go like one for two. Yeah, which I, I which I agree with you on because the very fact is what you said was perfect is, which would be a big mistake. I really think that they need to get out there and get game time. I think when we're up big on Rutgers, which I hope we are, that they need to get that time where they're kicking and maybe it's under pressure. I don't know, but I just know that they need to get some kind of resemblance of a kicking game. Yeah. So. Yep, for sure. So where's the line on this? We're at twenty six. Yeah, I was uh, be pulling that up here. So I have the line for this game being twenty-seven and a half. It was twenty-six and a half. Well, it's already gone up. Okay, well, I expect it to go up even more by the end of the week. <laughs> yeah. So we will um, we will get to that the final predictions and everything. But we have to pick a lot game for the week now that we did uh, after the locker and dumping section. So we'll go through the uh, games for this weekend, and then we'll pick our locks for the week. Maryland is on the road at Penn State. They are a two-point favorite. Iowa is on the road at Minnesota, and they are a two-point favorite. Yeesh. BYU is at Michigan State, and Michigan State is a six-point favorite. Indiana is going to number two Ohio State, and Ohio State is a 29-point favorite. Purdue is at Illinois, Illinois being the ten and a half point favorite. Man, this week sucks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And our game of the week being I, I will go ahead and mention that. Our game of the week that we picked kind of ahead of time here was uh the Iowa at Minnesota game. We thought that was gonna be kind of a little bit more entertaining because we thought Iowa was gonna be better. And I still think Minnesota's decent. Where is um the Illinois game at? It's at Illinois. Okay. You want me to do mine first? Yeah. All right. Well, the easiest one in the whole bunch is Ohio State. That's the easiest, and I'm not going to go with that because that, I'd win that pretty easily. But I don't know, I'm man. Gonna... You thought Michigan State was easy last week, and you lost that. <laughs> it's true. I did. Oh, my God. I'm glad I was wrong, man. Um, I'm going to pick uh, Illinois over um, Purdue at home. Okay. All right. Illinois covering the ten and a half point spread. Yep. Over Purdue. So then uh, I will go ahead because I have been a fan of them. They have helped me a lot, actually. Already, I am going to go ahead and stick with picking Maryland 
And so oh. I will have Maryland wow. beating Penn State by more than two points. Going with the Dirkster. Yeah, he's been doing a good job, and he's uh, yeah. been, you know, yeah. good defense, good offense, and Penn State barely was able to get the win last week against Minnesota, and Maryland yeah. is Maryland is a force to be reckoned with right now. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Yep, it so is. That will be my lock, and that brings us to final predictions. Number four, Michigan going on the road to Rutgers. An interesting, intriguing matchup. Uh, as we've said, there were the things that happened in the offseason, but it is a banged-up Rutgers team. So Michigan is a 20... I have down that they are 27.5-point favorite. So I will go first, because you went first last time. I do remember because our predictions were so close. I'm going to say the final score is 42-0. to zero. Wow. Okay. So, like I said, I did with the locker dump. I was going with the shutout. Shutout, yeah. It was if, so for me. It was between 35 and 42. And like I said, I don't really think that they're going to do a lot with field goals. Maybe they'll try. Maybe they won't. But I'm doing all touchdowns, 42 to zero for Michigan. And so they will be covering that spread. Wow. Okay. Well, obviously we we're both way the heck off last game. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, my God. But um, I'm kind of similar to you. I'm going to go 48 to 6. I think Rutgers can, you know, what what am I banking on is they actually have a kicker better yeah. than ours. <laughs> right? Yeah. Even resemblance, you know, so I'll say they can get six points out of us through two field goals, and that's about it. But, um, yeah, I have uh, a 48 to 6. Okay. You know what's going to happen if they score on us is that they're going to make a big deal out of it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what they'll probably do? That little eating thing that uh, Lewis does. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, that's – they're, they're going to say something about how they're – I don't know. It's going to be something dumb I can – already tell and i won't be surprised i mean prove me wrong i'll, I'll be happy with it because then i won't be annoyed by it but if they score on us they're gonna be like oh not as good as ohio's because they shut us out yeah oh yeah and that's the thing you know you and i've been trolled from uh on twitter from before by rutgers fans so we're not we're not new to this yeah so, yeah we'll get something i'm sure yeah, well, I uh, I got hit by somebody today because I tweeted out um, somebody somebody tweeted out uh, play that Rutgers did against Ohio. State. They were trying to do one of those trick uh, double reverse or whatever, oh, and yeah. they wound up like totally muffing it, and they lost a ton of yards on it and everything. And I just retweeted it with the quote of, "I guess here's one play that can sum up Rutgers football or something like that or whatever." Um, <laughs> You know, I didn't. I didn't hashtag Rutgers. I didn't do anything like that. And some guy still hunts me down. <laughs> it was just like, oh, Wolverines, yeah, uh, can't go. have a classy fan base or something. I'm just like, dude, it's it's sports. Yeah, have and some did, fun and with he, that. And he trolled you without even tagging anybody. That's the best part. Yeah, it's just like, dude. If okay, you so you're telling me that everybody was classless when they retweeted stuff about Michigan's botched punt. Right. Yeah. No, right. That was everybody. 
everybody yeah. tweeted that out. Of course they did. And there were a even, lot more creative. Even their own coach did. Yeah, there were a lot more creative things right. out yeah. there said about that than me saying, oh, look, here's one play that could tell me. Come on. Just seriously, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> oh, whatever. You're going to have those. I don't I don't even really respond to those anymore because re- that's what they want. They want somebody to respond. So it's just like, no. Right. Basically, there, there's only two reasons why I see you would respond uh, would res- responding is giving them that power that satisfaction of them knowing that they got you so you either respond because you're actually enticed or bothered or whatever by what they're saying or you respond because you just have something really funny that you can say that would entertain you that's that's right. the only reason why I would respond now because I've just totally in any general thing I'm just kind of because then there was stuff that I've gotten into with other people and it's just I have more time that I want to put into this podcast and having issues with trolls online and everything. I don't even want to get started with that because the well, few you know, times the good that thing is, yeah, the good thing is that once you start it, you have, we have followers that will back us up. Yeah. <laughs> and then but, they just take over and then you just kind of sit back and go, okay, now. Yeah. I did. I'm just like, whatever. But some, it's, there are some people who are fantastic at it and who, yeah. dominate at doing stuff like that but i'm just i don't have the time right i have more time that i want to invest into this podcast and there are, i have a list of things that i wish i could do if i had more time but i don't have i don't have the time so why do i want to waste that time with yeah. what do we say a classic troll move is the first thing they always do is say oh you misspelled a word you must have went to michigan you know something oh, yeah. ridiculous like that so spelling on twitter something and that's usually the the sign of, oh, it's there, T H E I R, dummy, not T H. You know, it's it's always that's the first thing to always seems to be brought up. So yeah, you know. uh, ridiculous. But anyways, okay. Well, there you go. You have our predictions and everything. Actually, what we have here to transition us to the uh, to the end here of the episode, we have a great opportunity here to share some thoughts from our listeners we have some voicemails giving their predictions on the Rutgers game uh we encourage people to do this we're going to be doing this for all the uh preview episodes uh, hopefully uh from here on out people can call into our voicemail and leave their predictions just real short thoughts and score predictions for the games and then we can share them here like we are uh we do have to say that if you are going to do predictions and get them into us you need to do that by tuesday evening i'd say by 10 o'clock i know it's kind of early on in the week but that's when we have to record so if you want to have your predictions included in our preview episodes go ahead and give us a call on our voicemail 551-258-3276 so that voicemail is 551 blue bro uh, so here we are to transition us to our closing thoughts are the uh, score predictions from some of our listeners. Hey, Blue Brothers, this is Screw Host Fire 72 and this weekend's game against Rutgers, I am a predicting an absolute blowout. Michigan 62, Rutgers 3. As always, awesome listening to you guys and go Blue. Hey, this is Terry from Grand Blank. I wanted to call in and give my prediction for this week's game. Um, kind of watching Rutgers, they obviously don't look very strong. I'm going to say that 
Uh, Michigan's going to win that by a score of 49-3. to We'll give them a field goal. Uh, but I think that's going to be about it. It's going to be pretty one-sided. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. Uh, my name is Logan. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Logro98. I'm calling from Berkeley, Michigan. And uh, my score prediction for Michigan versus Rutgers is that Michigan will win by a score of 42-13. to Thanks. Hi, this is Craig in Arizona. I'm calling for the prediction for the Michigan Rutgers score. I think it is going to be Michigan 49, Rutgers 3. Yo, shout out to Craig, A-Train, Aaron Hill, you know my cousin, Tim, and Walt Hunger. Caleb, what's up? Thursday told me to call in. Shout out to you guys and Drew. Michigan 48, Butkers 6. That's my prediction, boys. Go blue, baby. Hey guys, it's Brandon. Uh, just calling in to give my prediction. I think Michigan is going to score 42, and Rutgers is only going to get 7 on us. Oh yeah, just a macho man, Randy Savage. I've got a prediction for you too, brother. Oh yeah, the final score is going to be Michigan 35, Rutgers 7. No way Rutgers scores more than a touchdown against that Michigan defense, which is the cream of the crop that rises to the top. Dig it! All right. Well, uh, thank you to the listeners for those score predictions. That's great. We're going to be interested to see how that uh, game actually turns out and everything. And uh, don't forget, you can go ahead and give your predictions next week before Tuesday when we record our preview episode that evening. So uh, we hope more people take advantage of that each week. We thank you all for tuning in. Here it's going to be wrapping out the wrapping up the end of the week. And hopefully you guys had a good week and this weekend goes well that we all get to have a good time and actually enjoy the uh our day as the game is a night game and uh, yeah get out and do something yeah well i i want to watch more college football but yeah it's true i might just sit around watch different college football and not be stressed out yeah but but we'll see I i don't know i'm we've got a lot to do and so i might wander out of the house on saturday haven't made up my mind yet. <laughs> get out and look at something outside. Get outside and get some sun. Get some vitamin D, man. Something. Yeah. I don't know. We're looking kind of pale, but uh, um, yeah, hey, it should be a good game. It's gonna be a night. There'll be a stripe out at Rutgers, and you know they're gonna need everything they need to beat up on Michigan. So Michigan, whip their butts, okay, man. Let's, let's take it to them. Whip them pretty bad. And let's move on to this next game, okay? So take care of business. Move on to the bye week. Bye weeks after that. Yeah. So, yep. All right. Yeah, let's do that. So uh, we thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate that. We'll go ahead and finish things off with uh, Harvest the Garden. (laughs) Or Go Blue. We'll do Go Blue. (laughs) Go Blue. Go Blue.